This is a HeadGum Podcast. Well, you called me on the phone. Couldn't get to it in time. So do me a favor. And give this a try. You'll say something clever Some beautiful words And leave me a message A great fucking message At the beat Jack Jack pick up Jack Jack, pick up the phone. I need to tell you about that guy, Alex. Snyder. From school. From Vista High School. Jack. Jack, that guy, Alex, from Vista High School, he was in the back of his mom's car, and he locked himself in the garage and turned on the car, and he almost killed himself with carbon monoxide poisoning. Jack, are you there? Jack. That guy, Ducky McCray found he went to go check on him and he found him and he was in the the back of the car and he saved his life he like dragged him out onto the lawn and he gave him cpr and then the ambulance showed up and now and he, they like saved his life and now he's gonna go to chicago to get special counseling jack you there jack pick up jack okay well i guess also what happened is um ducky's family his, you know how his parents live in Ghana? Maybe you don't know him that well. His parents live in Ghana, and they came back, and it's been weird. But they're actually going back to Ghana because they haven't, they can't adapt to life in America. And Ducky's just kind of trying to figure it all out. Jack, you there? Jack. All right, well, maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Back, back in the saddle, podcasting again. I am in my—I don't know whether to call it my laundry room or my recording studio. What sounds more fancy to you? What? What? I think for New York, the idea of having a laundry room for someone who lives in New York is probably no, you're mispronouncing it. Laundromat. Yeah, no, it's a it's room called. where I have a washer and dryer. You leave your house and you walk to a place of my own. Wow. <laughs> yeah. A laundromat of your own? <laughs> yeah. My personal home laundromat. 
Wow. That is fancier than a recording studio because you got a recording studio in your house. It's just your bedroom. No, you, from bedroom. what you told me earlier, it sounds like your wife would like to be asleep right now, but she can't. Soon. I mean, it's only 8.30, but like definitely like in the near future. She's like, can you be done by nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll try. Uh, uh. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Do we? Yeah. With this book? Yes. Okay. Um, what we like to do is say who we are first. Would you like to start this time for once? It's been like 200 episodes. You never said first. I always have to be the first kid in the pool. You know? What are you asking? Say your name. Tanner. Okay. And I'm Jack. And what we like to do is the Babysitter's Club Club podcast. And But at the moment, we're reading the California Diaries. Yes. And... We have read everything else. And now we're reading the California Diaries. And they're the best ones. It's the best ones, and we almost didn't do it. Yeah. Because like, no one gives a shit about this. We're like, why would we books. do this? And they seem dumb. And they seem Someone like they're like, about, like... Pete. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. And this week we read uh, California Diaries, number 10, Ducky, Diary 2. It's our last Diary 2, by the way. Try. Again. Try. Try. Again. Period. Again. And it's about Ducky, and he, um, he, uh, it's so nice, and we really like him, and we really, we're really rooting for him. Try again is what I'm thinking about. Okay, so you, you want to do our head segment? Wrap my head around it. Just trying to wrap my head around. Try again. again. Yeah. yeah. Try full stop again. Full stop. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to do our head segment? You want to just dive I'd right do into it? it? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have housekeeping? No, I don't have housekeeping. I just want to talk to you about this book. How's your day? You said it's hot in Texas? Yeah. 80 degrees, you it's said 80 already. degrees, yeah. Can you imagine how bad it's going to get this summer? Oof, duh. It's going to be Oof, hot. Oof, duh. It's going to be so okay. hot. Okay, I don't like to talk about the weather. Oof, duh. You know that, right? And I don't like to talk about the nice weather. Here. It was nice here today. No, when we're doing small talk, it's fine. Mm-hmm. When we're recording our small talk, it's fine. That's what podcasts are. But... Mm-hmm. I draw the line at the weather. I really don't, wanted to get outside today. I wish there was like don't a want to place talk where about I could the weather. Go work outside, yeah. but it was like, yeah, it's not viable right now. Okay, so again, weather, not topic that I'm comfortable okay. with. Um, what do you want to know? Uh, Cyril and I like to go to the end of our road. Form. What? One sec. Go ahead and tell the story. Oh, no. actually, can I ask you a question? No. How's your family? I was in the middle of telling you. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Cyril and I like to go to the end of the road and find sticks, and then uh, we like to take the sticks and uh, find dirt, and then we whack the dirt with the sticks, and then when people in the neighborhood walk past, Cyril says, I'm sticking the dirt! Oh, okay. And and what's what's the end goal? Uh, to make time pass until it's Sarah's turn to look after Cyril so I can do some work. Right. Yeah. Miles and I, when we do that thing where we try to make time pass, yeah. what we'll do is we will, um, I'll just kind of sit him on the windowsill and let him look outside at the little people. That seems nice. Oh, and yeah. he yeah, he like lords it over them. He's yeah, like, look, at, of, do you say, look at all these little people? One day they'll yeah. all be yours. Yeah. And I kind of, we mock them. <laughs> That's nice. And then the train will go by and he'll go and he'll look at that. Yeah. He won't say anything because he's not verbal, but. And then a plane will fly overhead. He'll usually look at that. So at five o'clock, That'll keep him busy for hours. Five o'clock sharp today, uh, which is when I take over. 
uh, f- from Sarah, Cyril turned to me and said, I want a cocktail. Did you get him one? Yeah. Um, this has been... And your occupation? Oh, my occupation. I am a... Tell me about your job slash business. Okay. So you're asking me questions. Uh, I am a professional content creator. Yuck. Okay. I hate it. I hate how that sounds. It sounds like... It sounds like... Come. It does, doesn't it? Like you're generating content. Yeah. It does sound like that. Um, and recreation? What do I like to do for fun? How did you get into that? Or... Uh- Okay, let me tell you. I skipped one. I skipped one. What do you do like to do in your spare time? Lately, I don't have a lot of spare time, but the last time I did have some spare time, I ate a gummy and mm-hmm. uh, watched Blades of Glory. That legal in Texas? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and how did you get into that? How did I get into that? It's a l- pretty long story. You got a while? Uh, when I was uh, 13, I... Let's move on. Okay. Motivation. Okay, yes. Aside from work and recreation, yeah. what is really important to you? Well, aside from work and recreation, what is important to me? My cats? Okay. Um, and... Can I ask you another question under um, motivation? I like to read... And if you could do X all over again, what would you do differently? X, like the drug? It just says X here. Um, if I you guess you could do X all over again. What would you do differently? Like, probably like not at a rave. Like maybe just do it at home and watch Blaze of Glory instead of feeling like I needed to like drag myself out to like a fucking like warehouse rave. Do you think you could find if you had to tomorrow night, Friday yeah. night? Yeah, could you find a warehouse rave in Austin, Texas? Maybe not right now, not but right let's now, say like but in a, a year ago. Uh, a year ago on a on a random March Friday night. I think if I you think fu- they're out there. If I had to, yeah. I could. I could. You. I would be the guy who could maybe help you do it. Okay. Just like I would dust off. It would be. It's been like I'd be like. It's been twenty years. <laughs> you can kind of still smell it on the wind a little it bit. It would be like, have you seen Rambo 4, which is actually my yeah. favorite Rambo, but he's like, at this is that point... the one where he goes to Afghanistan to like, no. fight Russians? No, he's like... he's With like ISIS? Fucking done with being Rambo, and he's just living in Cambodia, and he has a job as like... Like, he goes and like collects dangerous snakes for people for some reason. <laughs> And he's like, that's all I want to do, and I don't want to talk to anyone. But these like Christian missionaries come and they're like, Rambo, you gotta help us. We need to like go and like help this like war zone that's nearby. And he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm old. I just collect snakes now. That's yeah. that's what it would be like if you came to me and you're like, I need you to take me to a rave. I'd be like, You still get the fucking job done. Remember that scene in that movie where he like gets on the turret on the back of the Jeep? Oh fuck. And yeah. like spins it back around yeah. so it's facing no, exactly. the driver's seat. That's what it would just, be like. like yeah. Meat flying you but air. for this to work you would have to go or like whatever like the young like babe presumably not you me no okay it's you all right here. it's you yeah. but you would have to i would be like no and then you would have to try to go to a rave and just hilariously get in huge amounts of trouble and i would have to like, oh, yeah. come and after you have to come save me yeah like you would end up at like some like some bad house party or something and i would be like all right that I can't. I can't like let me. this happen. Tanner, Neither of those things sound like me. Why are you asking Jack, me these questions? Yeah. Well, it's the form. It's the form method. Okay. What's that? Well, you said we're not allowed to talk about weather, so I was trying to 
find another way to kind of break the ice. Okay, so this was all still kind of technically about the weather, wasn't it? Form, family, occupation, recreation, yeah. motivation. Yeah, can we say, because there was some in there, that this has been dad talk? Dad talk, and it's also been... Rave talk? Form. It's the form five. Yeah. And it's okay. five minutes we take each week to do form. That, and that's great. Um, okay, let's talk about this book a little bit. Ducky is back. And he's duckier he, than he ever. Never, he never went anywhere. He never he went anywhere. He was in last week's book. He is giving too much of himself, isn't he? He's giving so much of himself yeah. that he's losing who he is. That's right. Yes. And isn't that powerful? That's powerful. And it's interesting. He's giving everything he has to keep Alex from killing himself, which he does try to do. Alex does attempt to commit suicide. Yep. Um, He's trying to keep Sunny on the straight and narrow, but she's just losing herself in boys, hard boy meat everywhere she goes. So this was an interesting. Let me read you this passage, Tanner, that's related to that. She's busy tonight with what or whom she won't say. But you know her slippery, cute tone of voice translates into new boyfriend, which means you may not see her for a while. Again, with these Ducky books, when Ducky says you, he means him. We definitely won't see her for a while because she's fictional. Until, of course, this guy turns out to be just like the others and she comes back to cry on your shoulder. And that's fine because Sunny needs you. She's freaking out because of her mom's cancer and the boyfriends are a way of escaping reality. Sounds just like us. It sounds just like us, but I'm wondering whether Sunny is a witch and she's using the boyfriends, like the energy of the boyfriends, to oh. transcend this mortal plane into a different yeah. reality. Yeah. And is that what's Maybe happening? she's like rogue. She's like rogue. Is that what rogue she's kind does? She's sucking their life essence out of them. Yeah. As she like kisses and, them. And she's using that power to- She's to using that power to like- Move into another sh- reality. Or like ignite flaming cards with plasma. Or ignite flaming cards them. with plasma. And I know that was Gambit, but like, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that Sunny is rogue. No, why would you? I'm saying she's like rogue yeah. and also like Gambit. Yeah, and that's a great. And she's good with a bow staff. Yeah, and she throws playing cards. And but they're on like they're on like fire. That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm looking forward to Sunny three, which I've I've if I'm right, it's just called just, and then it's cry. Just cry. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Okay, so she's she's on the side of justice, and everything she does is just. Yeah. And every card she throws at a bad guy. It's a cry for help. It's justified. And okay. Oh, and it's a cry. And it's a cry for help. Yeah. Yes. Um. So that's interesting. That'll be fun to to kind of keep an eye on. Ducky. We should do this week's though, right? Yeah, I think we should do this week's. Uh, yeah. do, let's do, let's just do the diary words because we got to get it out of the way before we can talk about this book. I can sense that yep. you're 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 you need that, and it, it's a segment. that's called what's what what's on what's your, on your diary.
what's on your tombstone. Great, and that's it's fun. A 90s commercial, it's about yeah. pizza. Yes, yeah. and it's about what would be on our diary, kind of confusingly. Um, and what's on uh, Ducky's diary, this one, Diary 2, is try. Try. Again. Again? Yeah. Okay. Try. Well, there's the like a triad relationship, so maybe it's kind of like types of relationships. It's something that Yoda says, isn't it? Oh, no, he says, specifically, he says that there is no try. Right, okay. So, no. So it's not Yoda. Yeah. Um, Should I look it up? uh, Sure. Make an attempt or effort to do something. Subject, someone, to trial. Oh, it could be like to try try someone, to subject someone to trial. In rugby, it's an act of touching the ball down behind the opponent's goal line. Well, it's also the name of that score, so it's like touchdown. Score, you can score a try. Okay. We could just do it uh, more simply, where we could just have a verb that describes what we did today, and then have it again. Um, sure. Kind of feels like the the safety net. You're ready to deploy the. Deploy no, the no, I'm net ready. Now. I'm just not hearing anything from you. That's all. Anything that's. Well, more... I was looking up. I was looking something up. Okay. X-wing miniature game rules. Okay, I'm pretty interested. So you said the rugby thing is interesting to me because you said a try is like a touchdown. And yeah. I was thinking, well, what if we take games that we know and we okay. play? Yeah. And we we find the, a, the the win state phrase the win state from one of those games. Okay. And that's and then that's kind of where we start. And I'm that's what that and then that's where I am now. Okay, great. And what's a game that you know and you play? Well, X Wing Miniatures. Okay, what? That's a game. Yeah. Jesus. Josh and I play it. Okay. You buy like hundreds of dollars worth of little <laughs> chips. Okay. Um, and what's the win state for that? Win state is just winning. The win state is just winning, so that's that's pretty tough. Okay. What about fly? No, this is nothing. Okay. What was what was? Let's deploy the safety net. Okay. Uh, safety net deployed. So I just need a uh, imperative verb uh, that describes something that, uh, that kind of sums up the, the main... Kobe Calais has a song called Try. Okay, no. Okay. That's not... That's nothing. Okay. I don't know who that is. That's nothing. She sang the song Bubbly in your bubbly no. toes. And I don't want that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I want a imperative verb that describes what you did today. That's an order. That's an order that you would give to yourself. If you could do today again. If you could okay. do it today again, Tanner. If you could go back, rewind, and do your day over, you can give yourself one order to change the course of it. What are you going to tell yourself? What are you going to say to yourself? It's Groundhog Day. You got to get it right. You know, it seems cliched. Yeah. But I'm working from home right now, yeah. and my son is here, and my wife is here, and I got so bogged down in work, and I had client meetings all morning, uh-huh. and I wish I just took a second to live. Okay. And took a second to laugh. Okay. And took a second. For yourself. To love. To love. Okay. So I'm going to allow you all three of those. Okay. Live, laugh, and love. Again. Again. Okay. And that's pretty strong, and I do think we got there. Okay. And what do you think? How does that feel as a... Live... Well, and here's the book cover. Yeah. It's sort of me. I'm eating a salad. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm eating a salad. Mm-hmm. And Jamie is sitting next to me and she's kind of pointing at the boy. Yeah. 
and the boy is on the little tumbling mat we have for him, and he's trying to do a somersault. Okay, that's cute. And we're cute. both like looking at him and laughing. And yeah. in the background on my desk, you can see my slacks kind of going unanswered. Okay, that's great, and that's good. But you feel happy for the person. We all seem happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I like that a lot. Um, and where am I seeing this novel? Because I just want to. I'm definitely want to pick it up. Okay. So uh, you um, are. An Israelite, you are traveling through the um, hills, okay, and you hear a of voice. Galilee, yep, mm-hmm. and you hear a voice coming to you from the brush. Okay, Is it and a, you smoke, but no fire. Yep, yep, and okay. then you tell your people that you're going to go investigate. Yeah. What the sound is, yeah. and you go through the brush, and there you find three stone tablets. And one of them has... Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah, one of them is called Who Moved My Cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of this like management book. Yeah. One is Ten Commandments, and then one is this yeah. book. Live, Laugh, and Love. Live, Tanner Again, book. Book 10, volume book 2. Book 10, volume 2. Yeah. Tanner, yeah. Live, Laugh, Love Again. And the voice kind of commands you to pick one to take back to your people to kind of like guide humanity yeah. for th- thousands of years. Okay. And I, so I, I, I pick one up and I go to the top of a big mountain. Yep. And everybody follows me because there's not a lot to do in these I think times. You're fleeing from like, like a emperor of Egypt or something. Or is that. That, That's Moses. Wait, this is Moses. This is Moses. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And but everyone wants to know what I have to say, and uh, I hold the I hold the big heavy tablet aloft, and I say, guys, live, laugh, love, again, again. Yeah. That's, Tanner book ten volume. That's a two. lesson you can live by. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Um, can I tell you mine? Yes. Uh, mine is um, get started on the article submissions queue earlier. Again. Because I like... Because okay. so, if you had to do it all over again. Today, yeah. Because Sarah gave me, gives me a break in the middle of the day so I can get some work done. She, I give her a break in the morning and the evening so she can get her work done. Um, Jamie and I have an inverted schedule from you guys. That's interesting. Sarah, I'm so on morning and evenings. Just to get Jamie into the nitty gritty of it, Sarah is a very fast and efficient worker. Oh no, wait, we're on the same schedule as you. Okay, I get up, I take care of the boy in the morning. Yeah, Jamie that's me. Works. I work during the day. Yeah, and then I take over in the evening and put him to bed. That's the same for us. And the reason is that Sarah can just get her shit done, and I need to know that I have an uninterrupted stretch of yeah. time. Jamie too. Well, they're both like freelancers well and like super you know? competent yeah they've been training for this moment there yeah <laughs> yeah um so but sarah gave me that time and then i went for a run which i needed to do for my mental health mm-hmm. uh that's fine that was fine to do i went for a run got a little exercise got a little fresh air but then i fucking dillied and i did also dally okay dilly dilly no that's bud light yeah and uh, what I wish is that I got started on the submissions queue for the articles that I had to edit a little earlier than I did, which was like, right. Yeah. I could have skipped the run. No, I told you I need that for my mental health. Oh, okay. Right. But it was yeah, the yeah, dealing yeah. and the dallying that I could have skipped. 
Right, dilly dilly. Um, so, uh, Bernie Bush. Oh, I'm also Moses. Okay, no, we can do something else for you. Because it just seems like Moses just gave everyone the, the rules to live by. Oh, right, yeah. Like, oh, wait, there's more rules. Yeah, okay, okay. Doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Um, you, have you ever read the Bible? I've read it, yeah. Maybe there's something else in there. Okay, it, guess what? God is mad at you. He's mad. And he's like, I'm mad at, no, he's like, I'm mad at everyone except you. Okay, uh, great. And you're like, okay, great. And he's like, and your wife. I love that. Perfect. I'm mad at everyone except you and your wife. And kid? I don't and think so. I don't yeah, think so. I think, I think it's just kids. Okay. And he's like, I'm going to drown all of them, everyone. Okay. They're going right. to get drowned. Um, and uh, so you're going to have to figure out how to save yourself and your wife and uh, one of each, two of each of all the animals right. from the flood. Um, and you can choose uh, any manual. To right. guide okay, you. So, so I can save myself, I can save my wife, yeah. or I can save two of each animal, and I can save one book, it sounds like. Yeah, and you can save one book. Okay. And uh, Of all the books? Of all the books. And okay. the choices are, obviously, Misreader. Misreader. Misreader, yeah. yep. The, uh, I guess, the instruction manual for the X-Wing tabletop game that you like to play. I don't need the manual. Okay, that's fine. Um, and... I want to say who moved my cheese. Right. And um, this very interesting book. It's got a picture of a, a guy who's just come back from a run and it's and he's sweating. A, he just came back from Iran? A run. Oh, a run. Okay. And he's sweating. And what he, was he doing in Iran is what I was And he did it. And he yeah. is, went for a run and he's sweating and he's got his headphones in and he's, uh, he's got his shirt off because he took his shirt off at the end of the run. Yeah. His pecs are glistening okay. from the sweat. Yep. And I'm there. It's almost like he's repeating the day again. And instead of going inside to like just like look at stupid crap on the internet, he's going to go straight to his office and get started on that submissions queue. And, it, and the title is Jack, number 10, volume two. Get started on the article submissions queue. A little earlier. Again. I'll say this. Okay. I've read The Misreader. Yeah. Don't need the rules to X-Wing. No. I think in the new reality of the world... Um, Who Moved My Cheese is going to be pretty important because you've got the... Business and management tips are going to be important. And you're going to have those mice. You know, they're going to be asking constantly on the arc. Oh, Who Moved My Cheese? Okay, I get it. Yes. You know... Very good. <laughs> it sucks for mice that they couldn't eat anything until humans invented cheese. <laughs> I know. It's such a bummer. Um, and then this Jack book. Golly. It's a tough one. Have you ever seen Castaway? No, he, but it's a vo- about a volleyball. Well, and like he gets stuck on the island. He's on like a FedEx plane and it goes down. He gets stuck on the island with like a number of things. You okay. Know? Yeah. And he has to survive for many years with yeah. just these things, and I think he grows tired of them. And okay. it's like, I would hate to grow tired of a book penned and about you. Right. In the in the kind of post-flood world. Okay. So just say so it. I don't, just say what you choose. I just say it. I don't. I won't be hurt. Move my cheese. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ducky, man. Ducky, what, man. What's going on with Ducky? 
He gives and he gives and he gives and he never takes a moment for himself. He, the Cro-Mag, so it seems like in the, the eternal battle between uh, for Ducky's soul between Cro-Mag J and sullen, depressive Alex, Yeah, J is drifting further and further apart. And it seems pretty clear that Ducky has chosen Alex, which kind of works for Ducky because the what the character archetype that ducky represents is and it is something that is shown very well by the fact that he addresses himself in the second person as you is that he is someone who lives for other people yes he can't he he's not he doesn't like at some point in the book amalia is like hey ducky she's like the one person who asks him no one ever asks him because they're always like hey ducky can, can you give me a ride hey do, ducky do this can you me. comfort me can you do this for me hey ducky can you pick me up at the airport but amalia at one point in the book is like because she's the fucking best is like hey ducky tell me about yourself and he like doesn't he like is taken aback for a minute and then he's like uh well alex is really suffering and i'm and, and it's like oh no dude talk where are you in this make time for right. you it felt like uh an immovable object and yeah. uh unstoppable force colliding yeah. to have Ducky and Amalia yeah. interact in this way because they're both this it's powerful thing. yeah yeah. Um, it's like setting up a humidifier next to a dehumidifier it's like what's gonna happen What and what does happen I don't know that sounds fucking amazing yeah Um. okay <laughs> and then okay look, can I just try this on you now oh please you know man you know, man. You know, man. You know. You know. I just think we can try to make it happen. Du- what are you saying? You know, Y N A W. Y N A W. Nah. You know. Nah. Ducky. Nah. Ducky says it at in, at the beginning of one chapter. He goes. I think you kind of swallow the first say sound. You say nah. No. Nah. 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 He says T G I F because. Nah. You know why? You know why? N a w. You need a weekend. That yeah. is. You need a weekend. Oh, you need a weekend. Oh hell yeah! I do love that. Don't you think? And I think we yeah, could try I to used maybe to say. I used to say it's the freaking weekend, baby, but that's canceled. That's canceled now. You can't say that. No. So now we say you know. You know. Or why not? You need a weekend. I'm gonna say you knob. Oh, that's good too. You know. Oh, you knob. But that, but so what? What you've done is taken this nice thing that's like solidarity between like coworkers. Yeah. About how the work week was hard, but you have earned the upcoming relaxation that is is headed your way, and turned it into you've Britishly insulted the person by calling them a, a bellend or a penis. Oh yeah, no. And what I'm saying is, you need a weekend, baby. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, it doesn't come across that way. Okay. Something I struggle with. But And also, you, you could say bellend. You need... Uh, oi, bellend. <laughs> Is that what poundmasters means, too? Yeah, they do say poundmaster. That's British for uh, bellend. I don't know. But poundmaster does come up in this. You find Sunny at the fiesta. She's sipping a fruit drink and reading a magazine. She greets you with a scream of joy and a big hug. You notice the edge of a terry cloth beach towel sticking out of her back. Oh, and you know what that is? You know what that is? That's probably the, all that remains of one of those boyfriends that she like converted into pure energy. 
Yeah, he's like it looks like a Terry Clapp towel, but it's like a husk of a man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hanging ten with the Pound Masters today, you ask? That's cool to say. What does that mean, though? You know, though. You know, though. You know, though, Pound Master. Oi, Pound Master. <laughs> I think there's something in you know, though, Pound Master. Mm-hmm. I think that's a powerful thing to say to someone. Like it's if they're one of those like beautiful oh, phrases. Oh, and you know what it is? It's when your boss is like, um, do you think you could come in on Saturday? Yeah. And you say, You know though, Palmaster. You know no, and he's like, oh, Okay. You do need a weekend. You d- and you do need a weekend. Yeah. And the Poundmaster stuff, that's just that's British slang for Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bellend is already British slang for Bellend. <laughs> um it's a fun thing to say. Tanner, I want to hit you with the the biggest buried lead in this book okay this is wild this is fucking wild i want to read you two passages okay one after the other and i want you to mull over them and then i want to talk about them with you okay here's the first it's a chapter title that's what ducky's written and he writes these like interesting chapter titles they sound like um like the title of a friend's episode you know, it's like the one where... Um, yeah, I've never really seen Friends, but... You haven't really seen Friends. Okay, dude. Nobody believes really. that. Literally nobody believes that. I've never really seen Friends. Okay. Oh, I don't have... In... I don't watch TV. And it's like, yeah, but you watch like fucking eight hours of Netflix a day. We get it. I don't watch TV. I haven't really seen Friends. I've only seen like 30,000 episodes because everyone by osmosis has like taken in numerous Friends episodes and maybe you didn't watch it when it fucking came out every Friday like I did when I was in college. I will say this about Friends. I feel like I know what it is and what it is about and I know all five Friends' names. Yeah. Which one are you? You probably even know which one you are. Ross. Everyone? Okay. All right, because you know the trick question, right? Everyone thinks they're Chandler, but is actually a Ross. I'm Chandler. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever seen... I'm going to say three consecutive minutes okay. of Friends programming. We were on a break. Who? Me and you? Okay. All right, that was a test. I guess you passed it. Anyway, the, the thing sounds like a, um, like a Friends episode title. Anyway, it goes like this. In which Ducky, still waiting with nothing else to do, sees scenes from his life reenacted all around him. For example, you look around the arrival gate and see the toddler strapped into her stroller and crying madly, ignoring her drippy ice cream cone as a DC-10 rises into the smog outside the window. Boy. Do you remember that feeling? Okay. What feeling? Here's what I want you to mull over. What kind of a thing might remember the feeling that is similar to the feeling of a DC-10 rising into the smog outside the window? Rising up past the smog into the beautiful heavens. Okay. So I want you to think okay. about that, and then I want to read you this next passage that may not seem related, but I'm going to tie it all together in a way that is going to blow your fucking mind. The two little boys—this is a different passage. The two little boys okay. at gate 22 running into a crowd of arriving passengers and being scooped up by a tired but happy businessman. The mom joins them, making a four-person sandwich, and you can almost hear them squeal. 
We're the ham and cheese. You're the bread. But no, that's what you used to say. It's only a memory, but you can taste the hope and excitement in the air. You know what those boys are thinking right now. Today, daddy's home for good. Today, everything will be normal again. So Tanner, I'm sure you noticed something in that second passage. Yes. And I don't... I didn't know. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. I didn't know its influence reached here. No, I didn't either. That's why I was so surprised. But it was such a strong signal. But, yeah, here's my concern. Yeah. Your original question had me analyze two passages to see what stuck out at me. Yes. And I think that the bread stuff, as important as I think it is, is a false signal here. Okay. And I think what you've asked me to do is analyze what is interesting about these two passages. Okay. About Ducky McRae. Yep. And you said something about... Somehow he looks at a DC-10 flying up into the sky. And he has a memory of what that might be like. He knows what it's like for to fl- to fly like a DC-10. Yeah. Yes. The other thing that you said is... Bread. We're in a ham and cheese. You're the bread. That's what you used to say. It's only a memory. You yeah. You taste the hope and excitement in the air. Yeah. Something that tastes bread. Yes. Yes. And flies in yes. the sky. Yes. Yes. Is... A duck. A duck. And what do ducks yeah. love more than anything? Bread. Bread. And I know it's it, it, Anne and an unnamed, yet unnamed character yeah. have tried to throw us off with this bread thing. Yeah. Like, we'll get him with the bread thing. But it's ducks. But I see, I see this, the layer underneath it. But it's all together. It's, why would they have a character who's a duck right. in these books if they weren't trying to point us back there? Right. Ducks are famous for one thing. Two things. One, quack. Two, spike penis. Like three things. Or it's actually it's a spiral penis. Three things. Cats have a spike penis. One, quack. Right. Two, spiral penis. Yeah. And sp- and and then also cats are famous for one thing and it's spike penis. Okay, so let's start again. Cats are famous for one thing. And that's a spike, spike penis. penis. Ducks Ducks. There are, are three things ducks are famous things. for. Right. One, quacking. Quacking. Two. What about flying? South in the winter. That's geese. Okay, so cats are famous for two things. <laughs> One, no. spiked penis. No. Two, not flying. Not fl- ducks are okay. famous for four things. Okay. One. One. Quack. Quack. Two. two. Spiral flying. penis. I would say spiral penis second. Okay. Three, can fly. Can fly, yeah. Four. Four. Loves bread. Eats bread. Loves bread. And Oprah says that, too. Have you noticed that Oprah says that? What? There's this commercial. Something about a spiral penis? (laughs) No. (laughs) There's this commercial that Sarah and I are obsessed with. I don't know what show we watch that it comes on, but it's Oprah and it's Weight Watchers. And okay. for some reason, the way the, I don't, I think I think what happened is is that Weight Watchers got Oprah, and Oprah was like, "I'm not reading a script, I'm not fucking memorizing lines. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna give you one take of of what I want to say, 
and then you can use that or not because I'm fucking Oprah. And what she chooses to say is she goes, I love bread. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, all right, I'm out. Do do that what you want. No, no, no. No bread. No bread. Okay, so Ducky's a duck. And so is Oprah, it sounds like. I love bread. I love bread. And so is Oprah. Let's just be let's just have that out there. And bread and it's and it's all bread, I think, all the way around all the way around and all the way down and up uh, in these books, don't you think? Wouldn't you say? Okay, so Oprah famously kind of branded the yep. letter O, O magazine. Yep. Mm-hmm. The O network. Yeah. What is an O if not just uh, Ouroboros? Okay, that's right. Of yeah, going round and round. Yes. Of bread. Yeah, and I and uh, that is perfect, and that is exactly right. But I can't help but say, do you or do you not think it would be a good marketing campaign for O Magazine to be like, make your O face? That's uh, yeah. Anything? That's good. Okay. What would the what would the like campaign be it would be like uh, it would be like um uh social media it would be a hashtag and it'd be like make your o face and we'll like feature the best o face and uh, like have a have everybody send a picture of their o face and then like we'll feature the best ones in the magazine or on the, like whatever on the fucking website or whatever right. that's how hey i'm just spitballing here oh is oro so it's like you it's you it's like the like face that you make when you're butt. reading no it's no it's your best oro no get face. off the no i was thinking just like it's it's the face you make when you're reading o magazine oh, okay oh oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh <laughs> oh very informative uh, um jack i would love to discuss something with you yeah after you take first, a break yeah i would like to take a break okay great and is jamie still can she stay awake for a little longer Oh, she's absolutely falling asleep on the couch. Okay, great. All right. Well, let's okay. come back in five minutes and we'll 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 finish this. Okay, okay. bye. So the other thing we have not talked about, Tanner, is Ducky's parents who weren't. Yo, Ghana listen and- up. Here's a story by a little guy who writes of a bee world. And all day and all night and everything he writes is just bread and jokes <laughs> inside and outside. Pulpa nymph running across uh, the pages and the sickest burns and all the sweetest feet are his. For fridge play, it's everyone around because he just wants the babies to listen. <laughs> It's Pete Baba Dee Bada 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 Dee Dada Bye Bada Dee Dada Bye. This music video for Eiffel 65's Blue Daba D yeah. is fucking wild. I bet it is. Do you know who's blue? Who's blue? L- these two little alien men. I don't think. Here's what I think. I think Eiffel 65, with no offense to Eiffel 65, uh, don't speak English, and so that. What do you mean? I don't think they speak English. It's perfect English. It's not perfect English. Blue are the streets and the trees too. I have a girlfriend and she is so blue. What yeah. do you mean? That's not perfect English. It sounds like if I were learning French for the first time, that's like the type of song I would make up. <laughs> I sing my son a song that I learned in like German one hundred and one 
20 years ago. Yeah. Called Ikaisa Moritz, wie geht's, wie heißt du, wie heißt du. I am something, something, how are you? My name is Moritz. <laughs> how are you? That's nice. Miles is going to think he's German. Who sent us the lyrics to that wonderful Pete Larangis moment song? Sorry, and I don't want to get this wrong because I don't want German baby bees coming after us. My yeah. name is Moritz. What's your name? How okay. are you? Okay. How are you? Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, baby B Jennifer. Thank you to Baby B Jennifer for sending us the lyrics to that excellent Pete Larangis song. And, and I of course, love that all of you in Baby Nation are sending us lyrics to sing, but you know what I love even more when you sing it yourself? Yeah, because... Because I'm bad at singing. Tanner can barely... That's not true. We have a whole podcast where we do and it. And it's good. But thank you to baby Jennifer. Yep. And as you will have ascertained, this book was written by none other than... Oof. What do we say now? I almost I almost talked about a smell and about a, an appendage. And I... Well, he gave us permission last week. Do you remember? Uh-uh. And I don't want to abuse the privilege, but he did give us permission to talk about his feet again. Oh, he mentioned it, right? Yeah. I he was inviting us in, and but I don't want to abuse the privilege. So I think we, we tread carefully because Step if back. we do it, if we hit it too hard, and that's no pun intended. Okay, so let's... If we hit we'll it say. too hard... Let's do odor, odorless torso, but let's explore the idea that there are some feet sprouting out of it. Or there's just something, you know, it's, it's, there's an odorless torso and then I kind of, I look away and when I look back, I see feet. Oh, wait, Where, how did that, the odorless torso scuttled over to the other side of the room. How did it do that? I didn't know torso could scuttle. There must be something. Haven't you seen 13 Ghosts? I haven't. <laughs> the Matthew Lillard film? I don't, I haven't seen it. I, we've talked about it, I think, before on the show. Yeah. One of the 13th ghosts is actually called the torso. I weirdly think we talked about it in the first entity book we read. Is that weird? I'm just having this like vivid memory. We were t- I think my mom was on the episode and it's the one where the entity is like advertising for Boston the whole time. Oh yeah. It's like Marianne Boston. No, Marianne Augustana. I know. Marianne and uh one of the ghosts is called the torso and he's a former mobster who got cut up and he's just like a torso and a head now and he carries his little head around. Marianne and Dawn go to Boston for like a family trip that Mr. We talked Spear- to, we talked about that when we read that book. What are you doing? Where are but we? But we now? already talked about 30 ghosts. Isn't it more interesting to reminisce about a babysitter's club book and more no, topical than it is to reminisce about torso- 13 ghosts? You said, how did a okay, torso yeah. get across the room? And I said, there's actually precedent for this. I think it's nice to reminisce about the book. We've read them all. We might as well. I've got what all even this happened knowledge. to Matthew Lillard? He and um, the other guy, who's also in Summer Catch, are best friends, and they're in every movie together. Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> I think. Don't you think? That is sweet. Yeah. That's lovely. They just kind of like drag one another along. They're always, movie. when Freddie Prince Jr. is in a movie, he's always like, Matthew Lillard's got to be in this movie or I'm they not doing it. They were in Scooby-Doo together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In terms of Freddie Prince Jr., how off the mark am I that Summer Catch is like the, mo- the to me, his main movie? Uh, pretty de- devastatingly far off the, ca- okay. the the mark. The mark. But so you, but because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like a um, he's a he's a baseball he's a man. catcher. 
pitcher. Oh, the catch yeah. is the babe. The catch is the babe. Right. And it's Jessica Beal. Okay. She's the summer catch, but he's the pitcher. I think he's a catcher. I think um, he's a pitcher, actually, Tanner. I think he's a pitcher in that movie. So He is absolutely most famous for a film called She's All That. I haven't seen that. Starring Marianne Spear. Oh, really? From yeah. Babysitter's Club movie. Okay, yes. you brought it all back. Okay. Sorry. And he's also in the Scooby-Doo movies. He plays... Uh, guess who else is in that? Guess who else is Freddy. in that? Matthew Lillard. Yeah. I hear I your baby. start being quiet because the baby's crying. Why is he crying? It's like fucking nine o'clock. I'm worked up. I'm fucking head <laughs> about <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Okay. So let's just say... Guess who else is in... Uh, guess who else is in She's All That? Who? Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Okay, listen, we got to bring this back. The The odorless torso has skittered across the room, much like Matthew Lillard ghosts. in 13 Ghosts. No, he doesn't play the odorless torso. He plays the ghost hunter. God, Jack. <laughs> Do not make me wake up my son. Okay. An odorless torso has skittered across the room. You and I, we're in a hotel. Was that the plot of 13 Ghosts? Uh, uh, an old... Like philanthropist or like a rich man is like come come to the hotel uh, stay in my house stay in my house for one night and I'll give you my fortune yes so you and I are um, fortune hunters and so we've been invited and we go and we're like oh what's one night in a fucking haunted house right and it's the first night and uh, th- things are already going south we've heard unearthly whales that we've- attorney do you remember the like snake. Snaky attorney. Snaky attorney. Yeah. He like goes to find the money and then a pane of glass cuts him in half. I haven't seen it. I've, I'm going off. And of, he does that thing where he's like, oh, oh, I'm literally. The front half of his body like slides down the glass. And you can see the, the knowledge that I have of this film it. is literally 100% derived from you telling me about this film on this podcast before. Oh, exclusively. Will you watch it? Will you watch it this weekend? <laughs> I'm trying to paint a picture for you. Okay. So we're in the hotel, and it's things not are a hotel. It's a mansion. Okay, it's a mansion, and it's starting to get spooky, and we're starting to wonder whether it's worth it. And the first spooky thing happens, and an odorless torso skitters across the room. Okay, and we're like, okay, only Peter Laurent just could have written this book. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or whoever wrote Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, and guess what? Yeah. Orem fucking erased him again. Yeah, Orem. Orem erased them. Or I don't even know if it's a, maybe that, and I don't want to do Eiffel sixty five a dis. I don't want to dishonor Eiffel sixty five by singing that song when it's not even a peep book, and I don't even know if it's a peep book because Orem Orem erased them again. They only erase Pete. They put Genie in every fucking time, and then they erase Pete. It doesn't say at the beginning or at the end or anywhere. Pete, thank La- you for, to Peter Lorangers for writing this. Lorangers. Lorasher is good. And it's fucking Lorasher. <laughs> it's Lorasher. It's Lorasher. Can I tell you a couple of other things Orem did? And then we can talk about our Lorangus moments, the moments where we knew that only the odorless torso of Sweet Pete's skittering feet could have possibly yes. written this one. Yes. Okay, here's one. I've got two. I've got two for you. Two big ones. Okay. Okay. On your way out, you see Maggie, Amalia, and Dawn all huddled together in the front hall. Amalia's in the middle, scribbling something to a sketch pad. They gesture you over. There are three different designs for the name Vanish on the iPad. 
We're designing a new logo, Amalia explains. Which you one say on the iPad? Did I say on the iPad? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I meant the pad. Yeah. There are three different designs for the name Vanish on the pad. We're designing a new logo, Amalia explains. Which one looks right for a group? You stare at the logos. Vanish. 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 You try to make a decision, but you can't. They all look the same. I think, Tanner, that the the three all caps aerial font vanish. Okay. Yeah. That's that we've been we've been shown by Orem that Orem right. saw fit. They like they I'm sure they got a designer in, but they were like, we don't want any of this fancy shit that was in the original. That's like like probably a graffiti or you know, it looks like graffiti. Can right. you just write it in all caps in the same font that the rest of the book is written in? Right. And fuck you, Orem. That's not what I want. I want to see what fucking Amalia drew. Maybe this is, it's finally time for a contest, Baby Nation contest. Okay. The finally, is that you've been building up to this since day one. <laughs> Didn't you pitch a contest in like the first episode? I don't. I don't know, <laughs> but I hope so because now here it is, and now we're finally we've we've been tinkering with the rules for the contest. Yeah, yeah. this whole time. Yeah, but what it is is we want to see these these. Let's see your vanish logos. logos. Yeah. yeah. What did we decide? Vanish sounds like either Sunny Day Real Estate, Goo Goo Dolls, or Fiona Apple. No, I think Fiona you... Apple made a brief appearance. No, you had another one. Oh, it was live. You think they sounded like live. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so that'll give you... But it's like 90s graffiti, probably. It doesn't... Uh, it don't don't influence them. Okay. It could be I don't anything. Wanna, okay, yeah. No, I don't want to influence you. Um, okay, here's the second thing that Orem did. The, the, sorry, the third thing. The first thing was... was what do we say? Lerasure. Lerasure, yeah. Okay, so this book gets pretty intense. Um, Ducky gets like... A premonition that something's wrong and rushes over to Alex's house. Alex is like, oh, I'm not com- coming to school. He seems like he's in a better mood. He rushes over to Alex's house and interrupts him uh, in the middle of uh, a, a, what seems like a fairly serious suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's powerful and intense. And then when Alex gets back from the hospital, Ducky and Alex's mom, Miss Snyder, are kind of bonding. And Ducky confronts Alex. And it's this very powerful and intense moment. How can you say that? How can you possibly say that? Alex, you almost died. I was holding your body. I had to check to see if you were breathing. How can you say it's no big deal? You know what you are, Alex? You're selfish. You're a selfish and foolish and stubborn person who can't take one second to realize that people care about you. I care about you. You know the words are harsh. You know he's fragile. But there it is. You had to say it. You don't want praise. You don't want him to fall over you with thanks. You don't wazd promises and declarations. You don't wa you know wazd. And what Orem has written here in this like pretty powerful moment where I was was crying <laughs> is wazd. Wazd. I would say want. For me, if it you, had been me as a note for Orem, I would have said want again because yeah. it's it's an ascending tricola. Let's be let's be real. It's literally an ascending tricola. You oh, don't want praise. You, you don't right. want him to fall over you with thanks. You don't want promises and dec- declarations. But what Orem has done is broken that with for the third the the apex of the tricola. Yeah, they've said wazd. Which is, I guess, it's like, was I? You can know, you can see their mistake. 
Yeah. Because look at the Z in WASD. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine it rotated counterclockwise. It does look like degrees. an ad. Yeah, it could be a cool ad. A very cool ad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very cool <laughs> 90s N. So whoever at Orem, like Orem was writing this, and then at that crucial moment, they just tilted their head like a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, this ascending tricol is so powerful. But yeah. Is there any way we can like? Yeah. We'll make the really readers make it like super subversive. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> what? What if we made the N uppercase and flipped it on its side? It, was, like, <laughs> it looks like a Z, and it's like, no, no, no. It's an yeah. N. It's an N, man. Uh, that's cool. So fuck you, Orem, and thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, Orem. And we are in the Laurentius moment. I will. Say yeah. and now it sounds like actually, Jack, you're practicing Larature. And I was practicing Larature and I did, and I'm sorry. And and there is a uh uh odorless torso skittering around behind me, and I, I have been ignoring and, it. And you get cut uh, so in at half my by fucking peril, and I do get yeah. cut in half by a pane of glass. And you're like boats your like tie like comes undone because it's yeah. been also been cut. Oh, in that's half. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, God, that was a mistake. Yeah. What a good fucking Everybody, film. Everybody, please my... watch 13 Ghosts. Please. It's the pre-rec. Yeah. This you week. Got if you to. hadn't seen it, you stop the podcast now. Please Go watch, 13, watch Ghosts. 13 Ghosts. If you didn't watch it with uh, Marianne and the trip to Boston, watch it now. You watch know what? Your, your diary words is watch 13 Ghosts again. If you could go back and do it again when you had the opportunity when we first gave it to you. And you can do just it watch now. it. Just watch Here's it. Here's mine. May I yeah. do mine? Or no, please. Mr. O'Toole is not happy to see you. When he finds out Alex has no notebook or textbook, he gives a big lecture on responsibility. Alex is in another world, playing with a rubber band. Mr. O'Toole moves up close to him, waves his hands, and does a little soft shoe. When Alex finally looks up, O'Toole says, "Whew." I'm glad that worked. Next, I was going to have to do a strict tease. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool teacher. Yeah, that's a cool teacher. And it was also actually my burn. My... Yeah, and it's our burn of the week. And your and burn that was actually my burn was on Alex because because um, the teacher this gentleman almost had to do a, uh, a strip tease to, to get his attention. <laughs> That's a funny teacher. Um, and do you think that if you had a teacher called Mister O'Toole, you would call him a tool like Mister? Oh yeah, uh, Mister O'Toole. O-tool. You know what? You here's what you like would in do. a tool used for. Here's what you would or, do, and, and and orgasms. No, not like that. O'Toole. Yeah, show me your O tool face. <laughs> show me your O tool, and it's like, no, okay, yeah, yeah. no O tool, and it's mar- we that we could market that. Yeah, we'd sell O tools. I would hold up my glasses. I'd be like, "This is what I use to read O." That's okay. This is my O tool because you're reading you're reading O magazine with yeah. your glasses. Okay, I guess, and I guess yeah. the concept has gotten a little kind of yeah. No, it's got a it's, little complicated. It gets lost. Yeah. What I want to tell you as a former class clown is the way that you do it. If you have a teacher called Mr. O'Toole is you are constantly asking questions in class and you're trying to outdo yourself with the emphasis. 
Oh yeah. So yeah. you're like, uh, Mr. O'Toole. Right. Uh, could you could you read that passage again? Yeah. Mr. O'Toole. That's how you do it. And I'm and I don't love that I know that that that's how you do it, but that is how you would do it, right? I think if it were me. Yeah. And I'm a little edgier. Okay. I would um skip the first and most obvious joke and I would find a way to sort of like suckify a different part of his name. I might say like Oh, Pistero Tool. <laughs> That's good. You know? Yeah. What about Mr. No Tool? Because <laughs> of the implications that he doesn't have a... That he doesn't. Beepus. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's your burn, and it's also your Lorangus moment. I'd like to read you my Lorangus moment. Okay. And are we still dunking on... Um, I feel bad about it. He seems like a nice, cool guy. No, no, no. On Orem? Yeah, Because that Orem. was also kind of tied up. We're, we're in a Lorangus moment. We're in, yeah, and we're dunking on Orem. And we're dunking on Orem, and we're in the burn. Yeah. Um, let me figure out what my best Lorangus moment is. Lorangus calls jean jackets jeans jackets. Did you notice that? That's cool. That's not... It's... A jeans jacket? Because that's probably how he makes them. He gets jeans. <laughs> okay, so it's like jorts. Yeah. He takes a pair of old jeans and he like cuts them in such a way that they turn into like a little jacket. Yeah, Loran just, just like literally he just cuts the pants off jeans and just wears a pant on each arm. And he's like, this is I my jeans jacket. I love that we're calling jacket. him now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we usually just call him Pete and it felt well, after so you informal. you spend a haunted night in a mansion with someone, yeah. you do get a little bit. Well, I don't want to say more familiar because it's less familiar than Pete, but it's like Lorangus is something you would call like if we were like in high school together. Like, hey, Lorangus. Like, hey, my re- Lorangus. like dudes I used to wrestle in high school on other from other schools would call me Shep. Hey, Shep. That's cool. I know. Yeah. Fuck, that's cool. But I never, no one else called me that. And I never no asked ever had them. had a cool nickname for me. Yeah. Well, I want to read you this one. And it's about. There was a time, okay, when I was maybe thirteen or fourteen, yeah, where like Kaza and Kaza were big, yeah, and Kaza, I'd say Kaza, but yes, and you would download things, yeah, and what I would do, and I would try to get this to stick, is I would, people would like tag their their things, mm-hmm. like if you rip an album and you re and you upload it to Kaza or Napster, you would put like in brackets like, uh. Cupid Boy rip, you know? Okay. Yeah, 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 that's cool. So you download, like, Newfound Glory album, and it would be, like, Newfound Glory, a Cupid Boy rip. Yeah, that's awesome. And what I would do is I would delete a Cupid Boy rip, and I would put in Cannonball. And then I would re-upload, like, put it, like, seed it. Like the Breeders song. And I would be like, this is, like, a Cannonball rip. And that's your name? And that's going to kind of be my sort of, like, hacker name. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's fucking great. And I don't know if it caught on. Maybe people are still like listening to cannonball rips. I bet there's someone out there who's listening to a cannonball rip, and that's a good fucking hacker name. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's what Cyril said to me the other day. This is like out of fucking nowhere. Cyril had this truck that was broken, and Sarah tried to fix it with super glue, which is not going to fucking happen. Right. And I could have told her that, but she failed. But he got really obsessed with, like, can you fix the truck? And so when I took over looking after him, uh, I became obsessed with the idea of fixing this truck. And I got out, like, all my fucking tools from the the garage. I had my drill and, like, 
just like all of my shit from the garage, just like out trying to fix this one truck for like half an hour. And eventually I figured out how to do it. And I like put a little screw in there that like is probably terribly dangerous and is going to end up like is like cranium. He's going to swallow it. But I did fix the truck and then I turned to him and I held the truck out to him and I was like, I fixed your truck. And he looked at me and he goes, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> That's that must feel great. <laughs> it felt so good. But I was yeah. like, where did you learn to say? Like, I don't say that to you. <laughs> I think mama must say it to him, but it's yeah. like, it was very nice. He was like, I'm so proud of you, Dada. What the hell, dude? That made me feel so nice. What this a, has also been Dad Talk. What a treasure. And uh, here's, I'll just say quick my Laurentius moment. It is when um, Ducky's parents uh, come home from Ghana, very briefly, and then they leave yes. again. But it, Ducky picks them up at the airport. And they're trying to talk to him about their trip. You hear about the water level of the Volta River, the price fluctuations of manganese ore and bauxite, the condition of the cacao crop and its effects on the coastal Ashanti people. Right. Didn't you do anything fun, you ask? They don't answer. They're distracted by the carousel, which is now going around without their luggage. So Dad begins to worry aloud that his stuff has been stolen or switched onto a flight to Kathmandu, where some lucky Sherpa will soon be leading mountain treks dressed in his Brooks Brothers seersucker suit. It's good. It's good. And it's there's so much in there. First of all, the knowledge that Pete has about Ghana and like the economy there. And, like and then where this, it is in the world. The, and where it is in the world. And then this story this narrative that he's created that's outside of this book that's like a Sherpa trekking up a mountain in a Brooks Brothers seersucker suit. I just thought that was so really good. wonderful. So good. Such a talent. And Such you know talent. what, Pete? Yeah. Pete, if you're listening? Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm Pete. Peter Larangis. Mr. Larangis. Mr. Larangis. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. I'll do my burn real fast, and then we're going to leave, and we're also going to go. Okay. It's I guess it's a burn on Alex, and I'm realizing that uh, at the time that I captured this burn, Alex was pretty suicidal. Okay, and we I guess we should probably talk about the fact that a character did attempt to commit suicide this week, yeah. and it wasn't fun, and it's not or, fun to yeah, and it's not fun. make jokes around. And thanks once again, Pete and Anne, for yeah. giving us this opportunity to to have like squirm. a book that's mostly about uh, a really difficult topic. Jokes on you! We're just going to talk about Thirteen Ghosts for forty five yeah. minutes. Yeah. So, uh, but my burn is on Alex. Okay, it's when Ducky goes to his room uh, to pick him up, and he tries to clean up his room while he's in the shower. He has a drinking problem, and all you can think is, "Why didn't I guess this?" The slurry speech. The tiredness, the depression, it makes sense because alcohol is a depressant, isn't it? Well, yes and no. It spikes anxiety. Oh, I found it pretty helpful lately. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Then he walks into the room. His hair is still wet from the shower and you're sitting on the bed, arms folded like a guilty little kid who's done something wrong. He's groggy, yawning. He looks around the room. You cleaned up, he says. I've forgotten what color the carpet is. Okay. And then, so the the burn is on Alex because he is, um, I think, pretty severely depressed, suffering, and he's pretty severely depressed. And because of his depression, he hasn't cleaned up his room a lot. And I'd like to thank Ann and Pete, I guess, yeah, for kind of providing me with the opportunity to dig that particular hole for myself. Just sort of have fun with it, and and 
And then like, and then to later be like, oh, and then later, later th- this guy that the bird you captured will go on to to try to end his life. For if, it's something that Anna and Pete did then do, which for me, I could have done without it. That, one of the ghosts, yeah. So one of the ghosts, oh, yeah. he kind of yeah. has like. He's like a, a oh, railway okay. worker. There are thirteen of them, of right? Like spike, yeah, and he has yeah, like okay. spikes yeah. driven into his flesh. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. And like, and but it's like, like kind of funny. No, it's 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 not funny, but it's it's scary, and it's something else yeah. besides. Yeah. No, I don't know. And uh, what are some of the, uh, the other ones? Is there another one you want to talk? Girl about? Girl killed her. So- uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, who's in the movie? Is it uh, Tony Shalhoub, Matthew Tony Lillard, Shalhoub and Matthew Lillard, and of course Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> okay, that's a weird one. It, the, it, it's a square and a rectangle. Freddie Prince Jr. always brings Matthew Lillard into his films, but <laughs> Matthew Lillard does not return the favor. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. went on like a date night. He was like, oh, let's check out 13 Ghosts. It was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, is that Matthew? Is that Matthew? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What I would like to do is to go and also to leave. Uh, Tanner was Freddie Prince in SLC Punk. I don't. Remember. Arguably Matthew Lillard's most famous role. I don't remember, but that's a classic. I don't think he is, man. This is this is a this is the the biggest conspiracy theory in the world that we just uncovered, Jack. Freddie Prince Jr. always invites Matthew Lillard to be in his films. Matthew Lillard ex- exclusively prohibits. Wow, Freddie Prince from being Freddie in Prince films. Jr. from being in any of his okay. films. Okay, so this is a new wow. theory. Okay, let's look into this because this is something. This is something that we've uncovered, my so-called babies. This is something. This is something. What happened? What is the deal with the devil that they made with each other? And is Freddie okay with it? Uh, maybe he has to be. Maybe it's part of the because you would think that he's the, they've made. He's the more famous. And handsome of the two, and no, no offense to Matthew Lillard, right? Yeah. But we would all agree that Freddie is the summer catch, and Matthew is the spring flame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would say so. That. But so, given that that's the case, why is the alpha male here, the one who's being magnanimous, and then the okay. the second you know stringer? What? Is the one who's turning a cold shoulder, and sorry for all the. And mixed I know I said I know but... I said that um, SLC Punk was probably Matthew Lillard's most famous yeah. film, and then I know I said Thirteen Ghosts is probably Matthew Lillard's most famous film. Yeah, but you know what Matthew Lillard's most famous film is? Uh, uh, Scooby Doo, Screams One through Four. Uh, okay, and, guess and... guess who's not in Scream One, Two, Three, or Four? Drew Barrymore. No, she's in one. Oh. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Not in a single one of them. What the fuck? This is a one-way street. That what the fuck? And there has to be a story there. There's got to be a story there. Do you? We can be we can be um, investigative reporters here. There okay. has to be a reason. Most famous Freddie Prince Jr. movie. Scooby Doo. Um, I would say Wing Commander. Oh my God, Jack. I just looked it up. This is not a joke. 
Yeah. Wing Commander is a 1999 science fiction film loosely based on the video game series of the same name. It was directed yeah. by Chris Roberts, the creator of the game series, and stars Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Lillard, <laughs> Saffron Burroughs, <laughs> Chechi Cario. Maybe everybody already knows this. Somebody must have known why, why is Freddie Prince Jr. dragging Matthew Lillard into every single <laughs> one of his projects, and why isn't Matthew Lillard returning the favor? What the fuck? What is happening here? What is happening here? It's a mystery for another day. What we're going to do today is we're going to leave. We're also going to go. I would like to thank you, Tanner, for bearing with me. Would you like to thank me for bearing? Okay, that's fine. I would like to thank my so-called babies for bearing with us. I would like to ask you to please subscribe to our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash podcast. And we've got, as of this recording, we have 69 episodes of the Patreon. Okay. And I'm trying to be... And in honor of measured, our 69th episode... I'm trying to be measured in my response. I Everybody show us your O-face. And also show subscribe to our... Just your O-tool. <laughs> show us the face that you would make if you were reading Oprah's O-magazine... And but the tool more, you would use to read it. <laughs> yeah, your glasses, uh, like a highlighter pen. Yeah. But most importantly, please do subscribe. Uh, we rely on those subscriptions to uh, allow us to continue to uh, edit and Eat. produce the this podcast and t- do this thing, which we like to do, but is also very time-consuming. So uh, if you'd like to support our work, please check out our Patreon, which is also a good show! And uh, for just $5 a month, you can get a new episode every week about the Little Sister books. It's patreon.com slash podcast. Rate and review us on iTunes. And please, for the love of God, join the Baby Nation Facebook group. It is so much fun. Everybody's having a good time in there. There are new people joining every day. Everyone is so welcoming. The uh, folks in the group have been organizing uh, Netflix viewing parties and gift exchanges and all sorts of fun things. And it is a wonderful and lovely community. And I am so grateful. We're playing Animal Crossing together. To be a part of it. We're sharing friend codes and playing Animal Crossing together. Uh, please do join the Baby Nation Facebook group. Tanner, what I would like to tell you right now is that this week we read a novel that was called California Diaries, number 10, Ducky, volume two, Try Again. And next week we're going to be reading California Diaries, number 11, Dawn, Diary 3. Yes, it's our first third diary, which means that we're going to have to figure out a new thing to we're do. We're in the end game. Eventually. Dawn, Diary 3, Missing. Losing. Hurt. That sounds sad. Maybe it's a fun one. Maybe it's a fun one. Three words. I think this is going to be a fun one. Uh, If not, we'll talk about 13 Ghosts again. (laughs) Um, And uh, what I would like to say to you, Tanner, is that uh, my name is Jack Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. Ducky is saving his friend now. And the way he talks, you would think that a pretty genuinely awful outcome had just been Prevented. Very good. Okay. Good. Bye.
send you this image that I sent a friend of ours earlier today. Okay. Speaking of powerful. That's great. That's useful. It's my meme of the week, actually. Okay. And it's a it's meme of the week. You guys know meme of the week? Yeah, it's from our podcast. What is it? You just sent it to me? Have you texted it to me? Yeah. Okay, I just got a text. Incoming text from Tanner, and it is a picture of Jesus and the Hulk. And, oh, wow. Okay, so the Hulk, a ver- a naked Thor? No, it's um, Goku. Goku and Iron Man. Mr. Incredible. Mr. Incredible and... Uh, Gohan. Gohan are all trying to lift a cross. Yeah. But they are... Seems uh, they seem unable to, and then a very smug Jesus is saying, "Heavy, huh?" <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's great, Danner. Can we talk about this book, please? Yeah. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>